Hey, Adam. Yes. What you know about this? I really miss my Hammer 88, man. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice coming at you back in the... Uh, Pod Hall? Pod Hall. I I think we're going to call this the Pod Hall. This is amazing. (laughs) It is kind of amazing. Yeah, so we were separated for months of the pandemic. We were sheltering from home. We were doing some remote episodes. Remember what you know about Instagram Live episodes? Come on, man. We've been through a lot, man. We we tried all the platforms and we were recording remotely up until last week. Yeah, and so we thought we'd come back. We have our extra long table so we can be socially distanced as we podcast. uh, Spiritually connected, but socially distanced, as we like to say. But uh, yeah, we're in this big open, we got our 35 foot high ceilings here. Man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And we just want to be clear here, and we're excited to be back on YouTube, back in the in the and on the podcast and everything but we're we're very much not like the pandemic is over i mean it's still happening we're, we're trying to just be careful but but also give you guys a little bit of entertainment a little bit of things everyone's been practicing a lot at home which is great and so yeah we thought to come back with this episode and talk about four scales that every jazz musician should know would be appropriate because it's a little bit of a back to basics but it's an important subject there's nothing more important for me right now except to tell you about any tune. Go to Oh, I love come on. <laughs> you know now I mean? you, you preach it to the choir now, but tell the folks. Anytune's our great sponsor. We yeah. were using them before they were our sponsor. Go That's to anytune.us right. slash you'll hear it to check out really one of the best tools there is for learning music. It's an amazing transcription tool. Put in your track, whatever classic track you want. You can uh, slow it down without losing pitch. You can change the pitch if you want to. You can set markers and loops. And the markers are great to keep your practice organized. I know you're a big organized practicer. I know, man. And efficiency. It's, can we talk about a little efficiency? That's added? what it's all about, man. Come on. That's what it's on. all about. So go to anytune.us slash you'll hear it to check it out for yourself. And they are going to be on Android very soon. And maybe stick around to the end of the episode to learn how you could be one of the first on Android with Anytune. Ooh, a little beta program maybe in yeah, effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. So what are we talking about today? Okay, four scales every jazz musician should know did you hear how i phrased that yeah you said should know not uh four scales every jazz musician might want to check out right you no. didn't say four scales every jazz saxophonist should know no. or every bebop pianist should know no. you said four scales every jazz musician should know yeah and yeah. now that i'm thinking about it we could have said four jazz four scales every jazz musician better had no but we didn't want to go that far we said should we're gonna leave it up to you if you're gonna take it upon yourself yeah we're at like 85 percent dogmatism with this right <laughs> now right. we're we, we believe most of it so, that's right so we'll go through number one i think i mean you know looking what? down our list here of scales it's like some of these scales uh, maybe wouldn't have been used by like Louis Armstrong. Number one, though, definitely would have been. That's right. And these are not in any particular order. And they're certainly, this is not all inclusive, but these are foundational ones that you definitely want to know before you go on to other ones. And yes, the blue scale. This is so important because it really speaks to, I mean, not that you can, 
and we'll talk we'll talk about what it is but not that you can just run up and down it not for any of these nobody wants to do that but for what it represents as the foundation of being a great improviser and what it does to put the tools that it puts into your little toolbox that you can pull out at any time that's right our number one is the blues scale it's one of the most uh, foundational scales in this music and a lot of of music uh, it really is the heart and soul of the music to this day. You know, it's still being used by modern jazz musicians in a modern context. And it seems pretty limitless of what we can draw from this amazing scale. Now, one caveat with all of these things, like we're talking about them as scales. I think the blue scale represents this more than any of the others. It's not really a scale, it's a sound. Exactly. You know? It's a sound, it's a feeling, it's a spirit. It's a, yeah, there's specific notes. We're going to give you those and we're going to give you our little secret edition, but it's how you use them. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, all, the, all these chord scales, arpeggios, riffs, uh, melodic ideas, rhythmic patterns, all these are just things that we can tell our story, you right. know, and the blue is to be able to tap into the blues as a foundational piece of just all American music that came after, but especially jazz is very special. Yeah, the interesting thing with the blues scale is it's not like the Ionian scale, right, where you can... The what? The major scale. Oh, well, yeah, that <laughs> one I know. That I know. No, but it's but. not like that where you can ba make chords out of it or, right. I mean, you can make like, you know, bluesy double stops and things yeah. like that. But to make like whole voicing, chord voicings out of it, or even have modes of it, that's not really how it works. It right. works more as a sound, as a shape, as a feeling, as a guttural feeling. It's got this great play uh, on major versus minor. Like you can play a C blue scale over a C dominant seven chord, right? Mm -hmm. So you got that major third in the chord, but the C blue scale is C, E flat, F, G flat, G, and B flat. So you've got that you got that minor third on the scale and the major third in the chord. Now, right. that's a great sound. It's a great sound in that. I love that you put it. Because when I was down here, I, that's kind of the best way to really get that, that duality, yeah. that tension between the major third and the minor third. And I know some of you will say, like, oh, that's the sharp nine, whatever. I mean, it kind of is. But Not really. in terms of, like, the function of the sound and how you tell your story, it's really about... Right. That, that, that shifting. Well, here's where the secret blue scale comes in, right? Yes. Is we can actually apply that, that same concept of that, that difference between major and minor to the scale itself. So I know you love to add in that major third with the minor third right. on the blue scale. And I think this is a good way to practice it too, especially as you go more advanced level. So we go root, minor third, major third, fourth, flat of fifth, fifth, dominant seventh. And if you think about it and hear it that way, then you start to get that, you know, that, that there's that chromaticism in the middle of it, right? Man. But those are all kind of leading tones. Like that, the major third can be a leading tone down to the minor third. Yeah, yeah. But the minor third can be a leading tone up to that. Totally. Flat of fifth, up to the fifth. Yeah, they both can the be fourth. very strong tones too. Yes. Man, they both are, are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, and then it kind of gives you a more advanced conception yeah. of the harmonic possibilities that you can bring out in your melodic improvisations when, mm. when you think about that third as an equal partner. So, okay, how do I use the blue scale? Do I just put it on every single chord? Yep. So like a D minor 7, D blue scale, oh, G7, yeah. G blue scale, C major 7, C blue scale. Is that yes. how I use it? You do that if you want to sound amateur. <laughs> well, you know, I shouldn't totally, like if you're really next level, you can get away with that. Yeah. But generally, you know, we've talked about this before, always worth iterating. Kind of our concept and a lot of, I think, good players is over the blues, you're on the one and then you go to the four. You're still, on that, you're still on that C blue scale. Yeah. And then you go to the five, you might play the five so, and play some bluesy stuff, but not necessarily. 
a straight blues scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could combine it with the bluesy dominant stuff with, with the straight blues scale. Still that C blues. Yeah. So it's it's really just you're thinking about it as a sound, as an area, as a destination that you can call upon it. All right, can I throw one more advanced level to this? Oh, please throw it at me. What do you know about the major blues scale? Well, I didn't know much until our friend Warren Wolf taught it to. I mean, I knew the sound. I know, I, yeah. It was so That's weird the, the way he said it, though. But it makes sense. It's, it's a sound that we are all familiar mm. with. So the major blues scale is. I always thought about this actually as the relative minor blues scale. So if we're in the key of C, right? If we're on a C blues, like what you're just playing, right? We have our C blues scale. But I always, when I was growing up, I always heard people use the A blues scale right. over them. Right. Exactly, yep. and. Warren Wolf calls that A blues scale over that C, the C major blues scale. Really, that's just semantics about nomenclature. What you really need to know is over like a C7 chord, yeah. right? You can play either the C blues scale or the A blues scale or quote unquote C major blues scale. Yeah. And you can interchange between the two of them. Like do, right. a little, do a little chorus mixing in both. That one really speaks to that same, it's on the fifth and the, and yeah. the flatted fifth, but yeah. it's, it's really the major third and the right. minor third. Because with the A, you have A, C, D, E flat, E. You still right. have that E flat, E thing in there, right? Exactly. So even though it's a whole different scale, those two notes that we were just talking about, the major third, minor third, are still in there and important. And you really are, th you can also think about it as the dominant seventh becoming the sixth because right. that's that A, you know? Yeah, totally. Good stuff. Yeah. That's blue scale. So let's go on to number two of our four scales every jazz musician should know. Now, this is definitely one that Louis Armstrong probably didn't play a lot of. I, but I think I might have heard him play, but we'll, we'll come back in another episode oh, yeah, yeah, on okay, that. Okay, I mean, okay, yeah. okay. But you're right. It's not necessarily something associated with him. Yeah, this, was, this came about a little bit later. This is the altered scale. The altered scale, right. Yeah. Altered scale. Should we stay? Let's go up to, uh, let's go to G. Okay. G altered scale. So we're going root, yep. flatted ninth, yep. sharp nine, major yep. third, uh -huh. and then whole tone. And then whole tone. Uh, you've converted me. I can see now. <laughs> I forced you into it. Yeah. yeah. The altered scale. We've we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's such a cool scale, especially if you want to do a dominant chord going to a minor chord. It's really your most useful option. You know, it's really like straight down the middle. That's what you want to use. So if, again, you have a G7 altered, right? An altered chord, G7 or G7 sharp nine flat 13. Right? If we use the G altered, right, that G, A flat, B flat, B, C sharp, D sharp, F, right? Yep. That is a great sound going to that C minor six, right, or C minor seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one. yeah and you know what? I, I was just remembering too that some of these scales, and well, not just a few of them, but this one for sure. You can play it as a voicing. That's a very oh, Herbie yeah. Hancock that expedition. Is a, just right take there. the whole scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's all within, that's all lined up in a row diatonically within an octave. Of course, you can stretch them out. So, you know, sometimes when you take just one note, if you know the right one and stretch it out. So this would be all in a row. I'm going to take out the sharp nine, the B flat, and put it on top. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Again, for any dominant chord going to a minor chord, the altered is mwah, chef's kiss. It's chef's the way kiss. to go. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Um, 
And that leads us into our third scale that every jazz musician should know. This is kind of the opposite of that. This is the diminished scale, Ooh. right? So the half hold diminished scale is where, we, where we'll start. This is a scale that would, you would use over a dominant chord, going to a, a one chord again, but this time the one, if it's, it sounds best if the one is major, right? So if right. you have a five one going to a, let's say we do the same G7, but we do yeah. G7 flat nine, or let's say do G13 flat nine sharp 11. Yeah. So this is where the G half hold diminished scale comes in great. Now we're gonna we're gonna spell out the scale, and the first four notes are gonna seem very familiar. G, yes. A flat, B flat, B. Now here's where we take a little bit of a departure. Right from the altered from scale. the altered scale. C sharp, D, Wall. E, F. Mate, we're just we're right there, man. Exactly. So this is a a scale that's based off of a very simple pattern: half step, whole step, half step, whole step, half step, whole step, half step, whole step. Yeah. Uh, and this ad infinitum. Exactly, and it just keeps going. And so whenever you see like G seven flat nine, what they really want is probably this kind of sound, like yeah. this kind of sound going to a C major seven. Hit it, hit it, hit it to repeat. Yeah, totally. I mean that's. That's Jazz 101, baby. That's right, that's right. Now, let's just talk a little bit about on this scale, and this can be applied to these, the, the other four scales, and as, as well as pretty much any scale. Get creative with your practice. Always a reminder. This is not just about, yeah, it's about learning in all the keys and stuff like that, of course. But you want to be thinking from the beginning about different ways that you can apply them, yeah. learn them, yeah. internalize the technique on your particular instrument. So for this, to minutes, I'm always thinking about broken thirds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's changing up the order. You know what I like to do? Check this out. Start with this pattern. G, B, D, F. I mean, that's just a very, right? This is a G7 chord, right? right? down the middle. Now take that up the diminished scale. Wait, whoa. Right? It, nice. it gets weird fast. That's what I'm saying, man. This is that's what's good. so cool about the diminished scale. You just start one pattern, you're like, wonder what happened if I just move this up the diminished scale? You're going to let a lot of cool stuff happen. Yeah. yeah. And to do that, too, I would say you start with the thirds, uh, and then maybe fifths. Yeah. That'll kind of help you. Woo. You know, then you can go up to the sevenths, break, break it up with major thirds, minor thirds, however, whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're feeling. No, it's, it really is such a, like, the diminished scale for me is like, it's such an easy way to incorporate some cool patterns because you like, you just set it and forget it. Yep. What, what right. was that? That was some kind of commercial in the set 70s. Set it and forget some it. kind of hair coloring. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. What's our fourth scale that every jazz musician should know? Well, this is the pentatonic. Oh yeah. This is the pent pentatonic. Uh, and this one's so important because uh, it kind of goes next level with, well, it's a little bit of a combination in a way of, of some of the things we talked about the blues scale and with the diminished scale. Can we talk about the history of the pentatonic scale in, in the jazz well, language? Does that get into some demonic stuff with the pentagram? I don't want to go that no, far no, no, back. No, no, no. Okay. Like, think Art Tatum, right? Think oh, about, yeah. like, big runs coming down yeah. a pentatonic scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of like when I think about, like, the, the, how the pentatonic scale used yeah. to be used, a lot of that kind of, like, flourishing. Yep. Art Tatum runs. Oscar Peterson would play them like that. But then, in the '60s, gentleman by the name of McCoy Tyner came along, changed the, changed the game, and got into more straight pentatonic patterns. That's right. Fourth quartal, as I recently learned, it was called quartal. And then, weird like, kind of like your concept too about, um, you know, with the with moving up. Uh, 
broken sevenths basically through the diminished yeah same kind of you know interesting patterns can come about over totally but but with force right yeah. so we go c minor pentatonic and we'll talk about major minor pentatonic a yeah, bit yeah yeah controversy. yeah but if we go up in a diatonic fashion uh -huh. starting there you're gonna it's not always gonna be forced because what and we'll talk about what the notes are but you get some triads in there too right yeah 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 can I give a pro tip for the pentatonics? Please. When you're messing, like, if, let's say, let's just say we're playing on one chord. We're playing on a C minor. Oh, wait, hold up a second. Okay, we're playing on a C minor. Okay, I said it. Go. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that the dad jokes didn't die away in the pentatonics. Okay, so. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Happy Father's Day to you. So we're playing on a C minor seven. We're playing a C minor pentatonic, right? Get to know your neighboring pentatonics a half step above and below because you can slip and slide oh. with those Joneses all day long. Come you know on. what I'm saying? Show, hit him, Pete. Woo. Oh, yeah, Go back and forth. Woo. Do the one below. Do the one below. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, see? How slick is that? Yeah, and I mean, a, a real easy application and basic, but useful forever is to when you slip and slide in and out of them, change direction. So you might yeah, go... Yeah, yeah, You might... Uh, as opposed to... I mean, that's cool, but... Keep that C minor pentatonic as your home base, and maybe you go up to D flat, or you go down to B minor pentatonic, just for yeah. a second, you yep. know? Woo. Oh, that's where the meat is, buddy. That's where the meat, that's right. where the gristle meets with the fat. And yeah. the, I don't know what I'm that's talking about. That's where the plant-based meat is. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was insensitive. So it's that's it. Those are our four. Those are, those are, that's a Mount Rushmore. Well, we got our skills. bonus ones too coming up. We're going to oh, wait yeah, on that because yeah, yeah. I got to conceptualize it first. But that, yeah, those, those are big. So number one, we had the blue scale. Number two was the ultra scale. Number three was the diminished scale. Number four was the pentagram. That's right. And before we no, get to it's our. it's not the pentagram. It's the pentatonic. <laughs> it's a pentagram. <laughs> Before we get to our bonus scale, uh, I just want to say that the AnyTune team is close to, did you know this? They're close to the AnyTune on Android, private beta. I, I knew they were getting close. Is yeah. it, are we allowed to talk about it now? We are. Okay. And, and actually, you can go sign up at AnyTune.app. That's dot a a dot a p p yeah. slash Android, and you could sign up for the private AnyTune Android beta. Now, I use I have an iPhone because I'm a basic Bob, <laughs> and I use it on the iPhone, and yeah. it's beautiful it on is the beautiful. iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So, but soon uh, Android folks will not be left out. But yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not surprised AnyTune is doing. It. They're such a thoughtful company, not only from a musical standpoint, but from a software development standpoint, that they don't just throw stuff out there. And so they've been developing this for a while, and it's a totally different system that they have to deal with on Android. But yeah. I, I'm, I've no doubt it's going to be great. So get up on that beta test. We'll, we'll put a link here in the description. Go to anytune.app slash Android uh, to check out the beta test of Anytune Android. Yeah. And just if you're not on Android or you want to check out the Mac or the Windows app, uh, they are apps. They're programs for your computer or the iPhone app, which yeah. is great. Uh, go to anytune.us slash you'll hear it for a very special uh, offer. I'm going to go transcribe some Oscar Peterson after this. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how we do it. That's how we do it. Till tomorrow. You'll hear it. <laughs>